Please welcome to the stage one of Hollywood's brightest stars, Philadelphia's own, The Kid! Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lug It Off podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. This podcast is going to cover both the first episode and the very last episode of True Story, the new Netflix television series, um, mini, mini series, um, drama limited series created by Eric Newman, which is starring... Kevin Hart, Wesley Snipes, Tawny Newsome, Paul Adelstein, <clears throat> excuse me, Will Cadlett, Chris uh I think, Billy Zane, um, Lauren London, Ash uh, Santos, and John Ailes, Theo Rossi as well. It consists of seven episodes and a uh, running time of around 30 minutes to an hour of each episode. So, um, the premise is a tour stop in Philadelphia becomes a matter of life and death for one of the world's most famous comedians. I will say that the most interesting thing about this uh, show is that obviously we have Kevin Hart, who's been in uh, an array of a bajillion different properties from uh, comedy stand-ups to fran- big franchises like Jumanji um, and everything in between, making guest star roles and uh, other um, other franchises as well. Everyone knows who Kevin Hart is. They know, Most people know him as being a stand-up comedian in that way. Um, likewise, in the same direction, we have... Um, Wesley Snipes, very much known as uh, a well-respected actor in his own right. However, both of these um, actors have interesting past with regards of who they who they represent as characters on this true story miniseries that is super, super, super loosely based off of. Um, possibly who they could be. I mean, Kevin Hart plays an individual whose um, name is Kid. He's a rising comedian that is making multi-million dollar deals, and he is basically just on the precipice of being the next best thing. And so um, we have Wesley Snipes, who is playing his older brother, Carlton, who's not exactly mooching off him, but he's not nearly in the financial position that Kevin Hart's kid's character is. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, what makes this even more interesting is that, you know, we have a comedian, Kevin Hart, playing alongside with Wesley Snipes. But not just that, it's also wrapped up in a drama series. Now, Watching this first episode, without going into too many spoilers, I think it looks um, it looks really good from a production standpoint. It looks um, looks clean, looks vibrant. Um, I like the cinematography. I like the um, the casting. I like the direction. I do feel this show starts to lose its pacing and grip around episode. I want to say four. Um, chapter four, 
there's uh, seven episodes or seven chapters. And so with saying that, I was um, I was enjoying this kind of spiraling descent of this crime madness that was kind of happening in the show. But then I realized quickly so many things could have been um, fixed if they would have, you know, addressed the elephant in the room of how obvious the premise is. The thing about this show is um, what's what's keeping probably most people enticed and engaged in the show is the two main leads, Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes. They're very interesting. They're 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 funny together. Um, they 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 I like Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes better together than like Kevin Hart and The Rock because The Rock just kind of plays himself. But Wesley Snipes seems to have a little bit more range under his belt. What I feel is kind of it's not a dig at The Rock. It's just I, I prefer Wesley Snipes acting style over that. I don't ever feel this sense of sympathy for um, the Rock, like The Rock, is freaking huge. He's ripped. He's 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 rich. I, I never felt that sense of sympathy. And um, this show works the best when it is reflecting off the personalities of uh, uh, Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes. So yes, the um, True Story miniseries show absolutely is engaging the most. I think when they are reflective of the characters of Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes. I'm not sure if they intentionally did this 100%, but the premise of this, we're going to kind of get into the premise, but there is, uh, I mean, he Kevin Hart, he plays a comedian. He he plays a comedian that gets into, uh, you know, some, some trouble regarding um, marital issues. Um, and so in real life, I believe Kevin Hart actually had this happen to him. Uh, he was in the club or something like that. Photos were taken of him and some lady and his wife saw it. I, I, I'm not exactly sure if that's exactly what happened, but I'm pretty sure it was along that lines of um, some quote unquote scandalous nature, which normally I wouldn't be talking about, but he's the one that's kind of putting this to the forefront. So I feel like when the show is trying to be reflective of what happens in real life, what had, what had happened in real life and how he's trying to deal with it and be, quote unquote, a better person, I think that is one of the most interesting parts about this. To be that reflective um, is really cool and interesting. And I also think on the flip side for not just Kevin Hart, but I feel like Wesley Snipes, he the majority of this show, Wesley Snipes is talking about kind of how he's kind of got the short end of the stick of uh, of being in stardom and stuff like that. And to my knowledge, I, I'm not 100% sure, but sometimes I get, for some reason, Wesley Snipes and MC Hammer kind of always uh, get entwined in my head for some reason, but I'm pretty sure they both had money issues. Um, MC Hammer going completely bankrupt. I'm not sure if Wesley Snipes actually went bankrupt. So that's like I said, I don't have... I don't have that pulled up in front of me, but I, from what I remember, I think that's what happened. Again, take everything I say with a grain of salt. But once again, the true story show is having Wesley Snipes talk about that, um, about that problem. It's not like he, they're having Wesley Snipes sitting down and say, Wesley, how do you feel about not being paid enough um, for being 
uh, one of the first black superheroes. But, um, you know, it feels like this is a self-reflective way of saying maybe he got gypped out on a couple of deals. And so this show actually is a way of, it almost feels like a therapeutic way for them to kind of get all of their past, uh, not demons, but things that have been really getting under their skin and kind of put it under the forefront, almost in a therapeutic way for everybody to see. This is, you know, Kevin Hart trying his, his, uh, one of his hardest roles, I would say, as a dramatic actor, even though there are scenes of, um, with him and Wesley Snipes where I was laughing. Now, with saying all that, I think uh, they generally do a, a decent job of having, you know, the uh, the dramatic parts. Uh, there wasn't a part. There wasn't. There wasn't many parts where they were, were giving a dramatic performance, and I was like, ah, I don't believe this for a second. It was more just like the the way that the direction of the script went. It went in predictable ways. Um, when I was watching this with friends and stuff like that, and the first episode, oh, they were like, oh, well, this is clearly what's happening. And I w- wasn't really thinking about it at the time, but then at the end of the, you know, end of the twist at the end of the show, it's like, oh, well, they they were right. It's like, oh, shit. Well, so I guess you could say the, the parts about the show that don't work so well are um, the predictable plot. Some of the writing's a little bit spotty. I think some of the... Uh, episodes in the middle could have been completely removed. Um, there's just things about the middle part of the the show that kind of feel like they're twiddling their thumbs in a way. And it's like, uh, you know, f- three steps for- forward, four steps back kind of thing. It's like, oh my goodness. And it's like, do you want us to feel sympathy for these individuals? Are they fuck-ups? What are we supposed to feel at this point? And so ultimately... Before I go into spoilers, my biggest uh, issue with this was the fact that they did start. I felt like they started this show out as like, hey, let's make a series that is very loosely based on our real lives. And we will make it absolutely ridiculous so it's not by the end. But we're going to have very real issues and issues that we've talked about, you know, money, financial issues, dealing with uh, franchises and stuff like that, being in the industry kind of thing. Um, And I feel like there was kind of like some insider baseball kind of knowledge that was happening with them trying to sign deals uh, on, you know, them showing how Kevin Hart is part of this Antverse or something like that, uh, the Antiverse. Sorry, the Antverse, <laughs> the Antiverse, which is uh, their version of like a uh, an Avengers film or a Marvel film, um, with uh, their stand-in uh, of that. And so, basically, what I'm just saying is, um, the show kind of starts off as a reflective uh, story piece that feels, in a way, sort of therapeutic for the two actors. But by the end of the show. I was like, I don't feel any sympathy for either one of these guys, and I think that's where they kind of lost me. I it it became predictable in ways that I was like, all right, this isn't really. I was like, clearly this is going to happen to this guy. Clearly this this person's not safe. Clearly this is going to happen. It became almost predictable predictable to the point where I was like, uh, come on now, y'all y'all didn't even have to write this. This predictable. It's like we've seen this in other movies. Um, and it really should have been a movie. I, I heard the critique for this was that it was too long, um, and I, I can't really argue about that. The the 
27 to 50 minute eps kind of uh, jumped all over the place for me. I felt like some of them, the pacing was just all wonky for me. Um, I will say I did like the music. Music, they had they have a pretty good uh, soundtrack on here. Um, let me talk a little bit about the production, and we'll talk about the first episode, Down and Right, and then we'll jump into the final episode for the final, uh, yeah, for the final episode. So, Development on um, the, on December 9, 2020, it was announced that Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes would star in a limited series, True Story. The series is created and executive produced by Eric Newman. The series is the television drama debut for Hart, who is also executive producer alongside showrunner Charles Murray, director Stephen Williams, and Dave Becky. Heartbeat Productions and um, Grand Electric produced the series. Caroline Courier and Mike Stein and Tiffany Brown serve as co-producers. Um, and we've already announced everyone in the cast. The filming was set to begin in late January 2021. It was considerably so that's right dead in the middle of covid pandemic times um so yeah uh the vaccines i guess were out by that point um for for very early people so the reception the review aggregator for uh website rotten tomatoes reported a 53 approval rating with an average rating of 5.5 out of 10 based on 17 critic reviews the website's critic consensus reads kevin hart and wesley snipes will make a compelling debut sorry compelling duo but true story muffles their chemistry with a, a dwindling unmemorable plot metacritic gave the series a weighted average score 54 out of 100 on based on 11 critics and in, indicating mixed or average reviews um so yeah i i'll say um, with saying all that, um, I don't disagree with all of that. I mean, it, 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 it overstays its welcome. The story becomes muddled and the, the best parts about it are not the best parts we're left with at the end. It gets more, for me, it's a big, what the fuck at the end, but let's hop into the first episode and then we'll hop into the last episode. Um, I'll try to be very clear about what, uh, when the spoilers are going to happen for the final episode, but we're going to do, uh, the first episode right now. So the first episode is the King of Comedy. We're really introduced to the world of uh, Kevin Hart as kid. We're introduced to the money problems that are happening with Wesley Snipes. We also hear that Kevin Hart is making, almost signing uh, like million dollar, billion dollar trip, six figures salary deals. And so that's another problem for me actually feeling hard, um, feeling bad for Kevin Hart. Uh, there's an extortion plot that is happening basically the entire time um, through the seven episodes and it's like if he would just either pay it off or just help a brother out then none of this would be going on but honestly Wesley Snipes is is tied up with some with some bad guys and he's trying to um, um, work work a deal for Kevin Hart in this first episode and the Things that happened in this first episode, we're going to talk about the first episode, is Wesley Snipes basically is staying with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's back at his hometown in Philly and whatnot. So a lot of this is taking place in a in a hotel room. And things get a little crazy, get a little stupid. And um, we're going to talk about full everything that happens in the first episode. Um, 
and Kevin Hart basically wakes up after partying all night with Wesley Snipes with a dead girl in his bed. Does he check to see if she's dead? Absolutely not. That's ridiculous. And so, um, why would he do that? You know, he's just told by Wesley Snipes, get out of here. You know, it's like, okay. And he, Wesley Snipes, I got a guy that we can clean it up for that they can clean it up. He's like, okay. And so, uh, you know, Wesley Snipes brings in this guy. His name is, um, his name is Ari and he's played by Billy Zane. Billy fucking Zane is a, he's crazy looking and crazy dude and an, an amazing actor, but he's always crazy looking. I, do, I don't ever know what he's going to come in because he's like a chameleon. He's always, uh, he's got like, he's bald now. He's kind of got like this bald Ben Affleck kind of thing going on. He looks like a tall ass dude too. So he's probably like 6'2". Uh, and kind of thick too so i mean i thick billy zane i wouldn't want to mess with this guy so he comes in as like the sweeper the cleaner the guy that's gonna get rid of all of kevin hart's problems and this is on according to wesley snipes and so as soon as ari comes in there um ari is all smooth and whatnot telling him what's what what he's gonna do and ari is uh involved with some uh, I think it's Greek thug gangsters or something like that. Very generic. I'll say that again. Again, um, and so the um, the plot unfolds, and Ari's like, "Yeah, I basically want." I think he says he's asking for like six million dollars in total for all of this cleanup that Kevin Hart was having to deal with because of this the dead girl in his in his uh, uh, apartment. Now, of course, I said that this was loosely based off of Kevin Hart having uh, uh marital problems i think in real life i think but the thing is um of course this is all hype i don't know if it's hypothetical what is it uh all speculation it's all speculation um but there are scenes of like kevin hart with this lady in the club and stuff like that taking pictures and it just reminded me so much of i'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened in real life i, th I think he got like you know slapped on the hand for you know, being in the club, hanging out with some women and stuff like that. I don't know necessarily he's cheating and all that, but that's not really my business in the first place. But having it kind of self-reflected on the screen, I thought was like, I was like, dude, this is really bold. If that's really what happened and he's going out there saying, you know, I shouldn't have been doing all this. But then he takes it to the next level. The girl ends up dead. No one really checks to see if she's dead. And then, you know, we bring Ari in and now Ari wants six million dollars and we're like, holy shit, you fucking, this is ridiculous. But then Kid, who is Kevin Hart, Kid ends up just saying, fuck it. And he's walking around the hotel room, removes like this fucking belt, I think around his, maybe around his waist or something like that, some sort of, I don't know, lace, and wraps it around Billy Zane's neck and starts choking the shit out of Billy Zane. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, holy shit. I'm fucking going to kill Billy Zane. And I was like, dude, Kevin Hart is going hard. And like this first episode, it really sets up the hook for what's going to happen. And I was like, holy Santa Claus shit. All right, Kevin Hart, you got my, you, now you have my attention. And, uh, I was like, holy fuck, this is uh, this is pretty intense for Kevin Hart. This is something I feel like we wouldn't ever see like The Rock doing anymore. He's so family friendly. Kevin Hart's going hard. But um, he's like, I ain't paying that fucking $6 million. Not on my watch. <laughs> so all of a sudden, 
you're just like sitting there and I'm like, holy shit, now this dude's got to have a, he's got a body in, uh, in the room. And, you know, he, uh, Kevin Hart has his manager down the hall, his bodyguard down the hall, his writers down the hall. Um, yeah, I was just like, holy sack, this is ridiculous. And so the, the rest of the series after this, I feel like Kevin Hart is just absolutely losing his shit in a way that is kind of interesting at the beginning where he's just kind of sweaty a lot and he's just like, hey man, don't be talking about me, man. I'm over here trying to do my thing. Uh, you know, why are you stressing me out? I'm over here trying to be a fucking rich millionaire uh, comedian and over here, man, bam, just slam the door. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, some of the Kevin Hart scenes were just like, uh, you know, it, he's got to have his moment where uh, he's in his room and throwing all the bottles and destroys the TV and all of that shit. I was just like, all right, this is a little generic. Um, but yeah, he's just starting, he's just wigging out. And so going through the next few chapters, we're going to hop into the spoiler section for chapter seven and for the end of the season. So we're going to assume that you've seen the entire series at this point, but, um, um, you know what? What I recommended, honestly, if you've seen any any uh, murder mystery in this same realm, you could probably guess what's going to happen within the first forty fifty minutes by the end. Um, so yeah, it's predictable. Um, unfortunately, like I said, it kind of dwindles its thumbs a little bit in the middle, and then ultimately, I feel like there's no resolution for the questions that it's presenting at the end. In my opinion. Um, it kind of feels like, what was this all for? Um, and who the hell is he being interviewed again by? Um, did I miss that? I don't know. But at the beginning, he's like being interviewed and at the end, he's being interviewed again. But I was like, what is this all? Who is this for again? Is this for the, the press or something? I don't know. Um, because I felt like he was kind of trying to do uh, a representation of his real life and then say, you know, I'm sorry, I'm human and this is what happens. But that's not really what happened. It was like he was he was kind of just wigging out on his team the entire time. And I know a lot of actors, when they try to play loose versions of themselves, um, they kind of uh, they play asshole versions of themselves. But like in the way that Kevin Hart was kind of playing this, I was like, this kind of feels like how he might actually be in a way. But it's almost because when he's spazzing on his team, it almost feels too close, I guess. I don't know. He, he really walked the line and, I, you know, had some cojones, I guess, to say that he he wanted to represent himself as almost a crazy, almost the crazy psychedelic version of himself. So, yeah, by the end of the show, fucking Kevin Hart is just, he's kind of on a murder path in a way. I don't think he has a full, like a, a bunch of bodies in his wake, but we don't know this is not his, is this his first rodeo? Has he done this before? I don't, you know, I, I don't think that it's established if he's done this before. I mean, he doesn't act like he's done it before, but the way that he just snaps and says, I'm not giving you $6 million, even though I'm going to be like the $1 billion man, sounds so goddamn ridiculous. Like, I, I thought his pettiness to not pay the the money was the biggest problem. I know that there was a problem getting the money because there's several times he's like trying to he's trying to coordinate the money being uh, sent over and he just it's really difficult to do that. But obvious but in the way that he's trying to like cover up crimes and the crimes that he's committed, he's not doing 
a good job at it at all. He's doing just a terrible job. And him and Wesley Snipes just look like two bumbling idiots. It feels almost uh, like we're watching the Home Alone criminals trying to dispose of a body um, before um, – you know, before they go into the Kevin McAllister's house, I just thought that they were they were that level of bumbling and kind of stupid, but they're still shooting it like a, a a drama. So I was like, y'all are doing so much dumb shit, and and the way that the show ends, it's like, oh, and he got away with it. It's like I don't believe that for a damn second. Like Kevin Hart and. Wesley Snipes, there's so many bodies that are that would add up to where Kevin Hart has been. It's like, where is his brother? Where is behind the scenes Gene's? Like, Gene, behind the scenes Gene was a completely secondary side. It, it, it took up almost three of the last episodes for the Greek guys to come in and basically beat the shit out of Gene and watch us have to see the really terrible things happened to Gene, who is Theo Rossi's character, I believe. Um, you know, the the problem with the with the Theo Rossi character um, is that I think he's playing a character that is severely abused, if not on the spectrum. And it's kind of obvious. But then Kevin Hart goes to the point of like showing him on social media and blowing up his his likes and he's like, yo, go follow this man. And it looks so superficial and it is kind of hard to watch um, because I feel like this is probably what really happens to some celebrities and super fans is that they're like, yo, go blow this man up. I love this man. And as soon as the celebrity cuts off the live stream, they're like, all right, get this man out of my sight. I'm going behind stage or whatever the fuck, you know, get him the fuck out of here. Um, It's all for show. But, like, behind-the-scenes Gene, I felt so bad for him. Like, I don't, like, okay, so the way that the the two directors are, Stephen Williams directs the first three episodes, and then uh, Hanel uh, Culpepper directs the last four, and I just feel like the last four episodes are, they they are dramas, they are dark, they are very difficult to watch. Well, not very difficult to watch. Some scenes can be more difficult to watch with when it regards to you know the violence and stuff like that. When it comes to like Theo Rossi's character, um, but it, it's not just like the physical violence, but like the the mental violence. Like there's so many scenes of like Kevin Hart just like yelling at him or being mean, or Wesley Snipes just uh, you know giving him a watch, being nice to him. And then all of a sudden you find out that, you know, behind the scene, Gene had a, a sister that had, had cancer and loved Kevin Hart. And then this is now, this is going to come back to bite him in the ass. Cause the, the Greeks are going to find out. And, uh, Wesley Snipes is going to point the finger at jump behind the scene, Gene saying that he did it. He killed Ari and knew all the shit. And behind the scene, Gene is covering kids ass and doesn't let up uh, any, information and they just beat the hell out of him beat him to death and it's like what is this all for my jesus and and at the very end kevin hart is you know making is running for his life from uh you know the uh the greeks with wesley snipes trying to protect him as well and you know as soon as they're in the back alley there's no more cameras or anything like that there that can see i think and then all of a sudden fucking there's the standoff of uh, kevin hart's like boom 
boom, 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 and just fucking kills everybody. Fucking kills the Greek guys. Uh, Wesley Snipes is going up to the Greek guys and checking uh, checking them, and he's like, yo, we can get out of here. Boom, fucking kills Wesley Snipes. And then Kevin Hart just is like sitting starts to position himself under Wesley Snipes to and, and repositions the guns to make it look like Wesley Snipes and the the Greek guys killed the killed each other. And then he goes into full on, you know, somebody help me, somebody get an ambulance over here, somebody I'm gonna die. And I was like, Y'all really gonna believe this? I was like, there's there's too much evidence to show that this that the trajectory of this gun is not from Wesley Snipes and the Greek guy, but it is from indeed a five foot two individual. They, I feel like the trajectories of the guns could easily be shown. Um, but I guess what are they showing at the end that if you have star power, you can get out of shit. Like I, I didn't understand the lesson at the end of this. And I felt like they were really trying to point us in a direction of, Hey, you know, this is, you know, we're celebrities, but we, we also have lives too. Uh, at the beginning, but then we have personal lives too, but then, and we make mistakes, but then at the, be- at the end, it's like, but if we're celebrities, we can get out of shit too. <laughs> it was like, well, fuck. I was like, God dang. Well, you just fucked me on that. But, um, yeah, I honestly, the, the sympathetic, I, I was driving home the other day trying to really engage myself with why I wasn't feeling this. And it is because I don't feel sympathy for kid's character. I was feeling sympathy for the kid's character, but by the end, he is such an ass. And there's no, there's no really redeeming characters that I'm really that good a fan. Uh, I'm really that interested in by the end. I mean, the people I like the most really are his team, and they they're just kind of there to help him. Um, and you know the bodyguards having, uh having like an affair type thing with I think her name is her name Monica or no sorry with Billy and uh I think there is good rapport between um I guess is his name Will Catlett I'm just gonna is that what is Will Catlett is uh yeah I think his name's Will Catlett as the um let me see yeah yeah Will Catlett as I'm assuming that's his bodyguard, his Herschel. Um, but Herschel and Billy's dynamic was pretty interesting. I felt like I liked how low-key they were. I think they only get like one or two scenes together where you really see that Herschel likes Billy. And then um, and we see that Todd is having uh, issues with – Todd clearly feels like – I love how he's dressed. The attire of this I thought was really, really clever. Todd – he is dressed in like Air Maxes and stuff and really fresh gear, but he's like kind of nerdy and white guyish, you know? <laughs> he's the nerdy white guy on the team, but he's like the marketing manager kind of kind of deal. Um Billy, I they kept really selling how how funny Billy was and it's hard to say, you know, uh you know, this character is so, so funny or, or if a character is trying to be so, so funny and then they go out there and they're telling jokes and everyone's laughing, but as the audience or watcher, you're not really feeling it. I kind of felt that way. It's not really Tawny Newsom's performance. It's so much. They didn't really write her anything funny to say. And I felt like they kept having her talk about like the Atkins diet and shit like that. I was like, okay, I fucking get the Atkins diet. It's old. Um, um, you know, we're all fat, I guess. (laughs) 
<laughs> but um and yeah and what Todd was having the weight issues with um I, I feel like Todd would be the the exact marketing manager because he would be getting way too much free gear like Air Maxes, Air Jordans, Nikes and all that shit but then he would also be um that he would be able to indulge. When you're on a team of like something like Kevin Hart's caliber, I have a friend that's on um the Pitbull team and I hear that it's just it's you know everything under the sun you could imagine. I mean, there's unlimited food there's unlimited drinks there's parties if you want yachts all the stuff you can possibly imagine so it's just being in the circle it's like you you get entrenched not just because of the artist but it's because the artist is getting free stuff the artist gets um you know if the comedian the artist the talent is receiving you know things from everybody they you know um, whether it's the catering, whether it's advertising, whether it's free headphones or something like that, it's just pe- when you have that kind of clout, you can get that type of um, stuff. So anyways, I think I've rambled enough. This is the True Story miniseries review. Let me know what you thought about the True Story miniseries um, with Kevin Hart, Wesley Snipes, and the rest of the awesome cast. I Like I said, for all my complaints about this, um, I do really enjoy the cast, and I think the visual direction really works. It's it's where the story I was a little bit more rocky about um, in, in the kind of pacing of it. But again, let me know what you thought about the review. Um, check out luckadoutpodcast.com for more reviews, exclusives, patreon.com slash luckadoutpodcast will get you the reviews early and in full. So thank you for listening, watching, take it easy. Now I got a lot more to lose than just my career. The next move, better be a smart one. Let me tell you, the truth is in the eyes, cause the eyes don't lie.